जय राधा माधवा जय कुंज बिहारी
हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम राम हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे प्रभु पादा शिला प्रभु पादा 
जय गुरुदेवा 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 शिला गुरुदेवा ओम अज्ञान तिरंदा ज्ञानंजनाशलाकया चक्षुरुन्मीलिमस्मगुरवे नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभ्यस्त स्थापित भूतले स्वयं कदा ददाति स्वापदंतिष्ठा वंदेहम श्रीगुरुश्रीयुतपकमल श्रीगुरवैष्णवश्रीपम सग्रजात सहगना रघुनाथ विततम सजीव साध्वैत सवधूत परिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्ण पादान सहगनलिता श्री विशाखान्वता हे कृष्णकुना सिंधु दीनबंधुजगतपते गोपेशा गोपिकाकांतराधका नमस्कृते सप्तकांचने गौरंगे राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुश्रुतदेवी प्रणमा हरिप्रिय वाछाकल्पतरुभ्यक्रिपा सिंधुप्या पतिता पावेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम वेलकम एवरीवन और श्रीमद भागवतम क्लास कंतराज श्रीमद भागवतम की जय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तया उदीर नाष्टप्रयस्तुभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैस्तिकी So today we are discussing from Shrimad Bhagavatam, um, first canto, chapter thirteen, Dhritarashtra quits home, text number thirty-two and thirty-three. So we have um, we have just the thirty-two sloka, which does not have a purport by Shri Prabhupada. 
uh, I'll read the translation and the shloka, and then we will go to the 33, as I was told. <clears throat> Gavalgane kwanastato Riddho hinascha netrayam Translation by Shila Prabhupada. I'll first read the word to word. Tatra, there. Sanjayam, unto Sanjayam. Asinam, seated. Prapracha. He inquired from Udvigna Manasa, filled with anxiety, Gavalgane, the son of Gavalgana, Sanjaya, Kwa, where is Nam, our Tatham, uncle, Vridha, old, Hinacha, Hinamcha, and bereft of Netrayam, the eyes. Translation by Srila Prabhupada, Prabhupada Kijan. Maharaj Yudhishthir, full of anxiety, turned to Sanjaya, who was sitting there, and said, O Sanjaya, where is our uncle, who is old and blind? Would you like to repeat? Maharaj Yudhishthir, full of anxiety, turned to Sanjaya, who was sitting there, and said, O Sanjaya, where is our uncle, who is old and blind? So here, from the translation, we understand that Yudhishthira Maharaj is inquiring from Sanjaya, um, who is the private secretary of Dhritarashtra. He served Dhritarashtra for many, many years. And he knew what Dhritarashtra, like during the Mahabharat, the Kuruketra war, Sanjaya had the divine vision from his uh, guru, Vyashadev, and he could see what's going in the war. During the war, whatever was going on, he was narrating to Dhritarashtra because Dhritarashtra was very anxious to know whether his sons or the sons of Pandu, who is going to be <clears throat> winning because Dhritarashtra knew that the Kuruketra war was a Dharma Hetra. It was uh, the will of Sri Krishna that uh, the war was enacted over there. And we see Sanjaya here is 
son of uh, Gawalgana. So Sanjaya was uh, his. That's all. It's given his background as son of a. He was his father was a charioter. So he was serving also. So that way, how he got divya gyan and divya drishti. Uh, divine eyesight plus he got the divine knowledge from his uh, from Vyasadev so we see how the transmission of uh, transcendental knowledge comes from the spiritual master who is in the line of disciplic succession here Yudhishthir he was full of anxiety we see how after the war, um, now Dhritarashtra has, and Gandhari, they have lost their hundred sons and also grandsons. And um, Yudhishthira is enthroned on this, uh, and as a king. And now he's, uh, he, he did not, uh, asked his uncle Dhritarashtra that you should not live in the palace. He made such special royal accommodation for them to live as they were living before. And he took care of everything. So we see the character of a uh, pure devotee of Lord. How they even though Dhritarashtra uh, and his son Duryodhan, they have, they were so inimical towards the Pandavas. Uh, still, the character of Yudhishthir is mentioned here. How he is feeling so compassionate towards his uncle Dhritarashtra, who is old and blind. So at this Vridha uh, age, and he is also on top of it, he, he is blind. So where did they go? He is inquiring. So we will go to the next text now. Ambachahata putrartha pitrivyam kvagatam shurit api mai akita pragne hata bandhu sabharyaya asam samanam sa Samalam Gangayam Dukito Apatat Ambacha Hata Putrarta Pitripyam Kwagatam Shurit Api Mai Akrita Pragne Hata Bandhum Sa Bharyaya Asam Samanam Samalam Gangayam Dukito Apatat Word to word, Amba, mother, aunt, cha, and Hata Putra, who had lost all her sons, Artha in a sorry plight, Pitrivyam, uncle Vidura, Kwa, where Gatam gone, Shurit, well wisher, Api, whether Mai unto me, Akrita, Pragne, Ungrateful, 
Atabandhu, one who has lost all his sons. Sam, Dhritarashtra, Bharya, with his wife, Asam Samanam, in doubtful mind, Samalam, offenses, Gangayam, in the Ganges water, Dukitam, in distressed mind, Apatat fell down. Translation and purport by Srila Prabhupada Kijaya. Translation. Where is my well-wisher Uncle Vidur and Mother Gandhari? Would you all like to chant? Where is my well-wisher Uncle Vidur and Mother Gandhari who is very afflicted due to all her son's demise? My uncle Dhritarashtra was also very mortified due to the death of all his sons and grandsons. Undoubtedly, I am very ungrateful. Did he therefore take my offenses very seriously and along with his wife, drown himself in the Ganges. The Pandavas, especially Maharaj Yudhishthira and Arjun, anticipated the after-effects of the battle of Kurukshetra, and therefore Arjun declined to execute the fighting. The fight was executed by the will of Lord, but the effects of family aggrievement, as they had thought of it before, had come to be true. Maharaj Yudhishthir was always conscious of the great plight of his uncle, Dhritarashtra, and uh, aunt Gandhari, and therefore he took all possible care of them in their old age and aggrieved, uh, old age and aggrieved conditions. When therefore he could not find his uncle and aunt in palace, naturally his doubts arose, and he conjectured conjectured that they had gone down to the water of Ganges. He thought himself ungrateful because when the Pandavas were fatherless, Maharaj Dhritarashtra had given them all royal facilities to live. And in return, he had killed all Dhritarashtra's sons in the battle of Kurukshetra. As a pious man, Maharaj Yudhishthir took into account all his unavoidable misdeeds. And he never thought of his misdeeds of, thought of the misdeeds of his uncle and company. Dhritarashtra had suffered the effects of his own misdeeds by the will of the Lord. But Maharaj Yudhishthir was thinking only of his own unavoidable misdeeds that is the nature of a good man and a devotee of Lord. A devotee never finds faults with finds fault with others, but tries to find his own and thus rectify them as far as possible. Very beautifully it's explained here. Prabhupada, who is an expert, Acharya, 
in the line of disciplic succession. Here it's described about uh, Yudhishthir is asking, where is my well-wisher? First he is asking between the two uncles, Vidura and Gandhari. First he is asking, where is Vidura? Vidura was very, after uh, Pandav, uh, Pandavs were fatherless, Dhritarashtra took care of them, giving them royal facility. Uh, and they were under the guidance of uh, their uncle Vidura, Bhishmadev. They were the main ones who uh, guided them. <clears throat> and uh, here we know how the Pandavas, they had encountered so many kinds of uh, calamities due to Driyodhan, uh, you know, all his uh, conspiracy to uh, kill them, the Pandavas. He had administered this poison in the food of Bhima because he knew he was always envious of Bhima. And then Lakshagraha, uh, the palace uh, which was made with this Laksh, Lak, uh, and uh, it was designed by uh, Duryodhan's uh, uh, architecture of Hastinapur. Uh, I'm forgetting the name. Huh? Anyway, so he designed, he was told to design it in such a way that, uh, and the, there would be this, uh, they would light the fire to the this palace uh, and the Pandavas will be killed. And very um, Cleverly, he had instructed how this palace should be made and he asked the Pandavas to go there and live there in that palace. But Vidur was, Vidur is, uh, was a minister in uh, this kingdom and since he was taking care of all the issues, political administration issues was handled by, uh, advices were given by him. So also Bhishma Dev was there. But Bidur's, uh, Bidur was always uh, trying to tell them, Dhritarashtra, to follow the right path, not to take the wrong path, do all this kind of heinous activity because he was uh, never stopping Duryodhan from doing all these kind of activities because he was also facilitating Duryodhan to do it. So, Dhritarashtra was 
very much attached to this familial life, to his kingdom. He always wanted to become the king, but due to his uh, being blind and he wasn't qualified to become the king, Pandu became the king. And after Pandu uh, passed away, then it was always Dhritarashtra had that grudge in him that why he was not elected as the king of Hastinapur, why was Pandu, his younger brother was ill and made the king. So this kind of things were always there in Dhritarashtra's mind. And we know how Shakuni, um, the maternal uncle of uh, Duryodhan, Gandhari's uh, brother, Gandhari was never a participant in any of uh, all this conspiracy they were doing uh, uh, to kill the Pandavas. But uh, her brother, this Shakuni, always uh, encouraged. There is a long story why Shakuni was in the scene and how he wanted that these Kauravas should be, um, they, are, they should be, you know, their dynasty should be destroyed and all that. Anyway, here we see now he's inquiring about Vidura, who was their well-wisher, and now, and also uh, about Dhritarashtra and Gandhari. Um, because he knew that they were severely afflicted because of their deaths of their children and grandkids, especially their own sons. So after the demise of all these sons, uh, their uh, mental condition, he physically also, they were old. Dhritarashtra was very old physically uh, as per his, his age, and uh, he was blind on top of it. And then <clears throat> he was uh, there. He lost all his sons and grandson, and still he was living in the palace of uh, with the Pandavas, who he was uh, so much envious of, you know. And uh, here we see the Maharaj Yudhishthir and Arjun. They were not interested to fight with their relatives, but uh, they even, Arjun uh, even declined to fight, we know, as uh, Bhagavad Gita goes. But Krishna is telling you have, to, Arjun, you have to do your duty as Kshatriya. So they were all purified souls, uh, Arjun, the Pandavas, they were devotees of Krishna. But, uh, uh, you know, these examples uh, are given to the mankind that in Kali, uh, progress of Kali Yuga, all these kinds of things are going to happen in every uh, country, every place, in society, and also in, uh, in every home, 
there will be Dhritarashtra, as far Srila Prabhupada goes, that there will be Dhritarashtra in every home. And we see how <clears throat> the in Kali Yuga, how people are um, under the influence of the illusory energy of the Lord. And Maharaj Yudhishthir, he was very conscious because he is a devotee. He is not under the jurisdiction of this illusory energy. You know, they did not want to take uh, revenge from what they have gone through. They were very pious people. They were very godly. They were God-conscious, Krishna-conscious. So here we see that uh, how he is now trying to figure out, like he has all these doubts are arising, that when he cannot see his uncle and aunt Kandhari in the palace, that he is inquiring from Sanjay, where did they go? And he went to the extent of thinking that they must have drowned themselves in the Ganges because I, I did not take care of them. So here we see Yudhishthir is, <clears throat> after what they have gone through, uh, along with Kunti Mata and every, they have gone through so many calamities in their life. But here we see still Yudhishthir is blaming himself for his not seeing his uncle and Gandhari in the palace and thinking that they must have drowned, you know, just taken their life because already they were <clears throat> so um, aggrieved by the loss of their children and also uh, on top of it, I did not take care of them. So Yudhishthir took into account all his unavoidable uh, uh, misdeeds. Here he is blaming himself, but he he never thought of the misdeeds of his uncle. So Vaishnava is para dukhi dukhi. He never finds fault with others. He always sees that the fault is in him only, and he tries to rectify. Somebody is doing something to a devotee of the Lord. The pure devotee never retaliates or is affected. Because they are in such a uh, such a consciousness of uh, Krishna that they are having a higher taste. They don't have all this lower taste of you know who is doing what to them. These are <coughs> these, that's why um, uh, we are uh, supposed to follow the acharyas, especially Shila Prabhupada who has uh, given us this awakening call that we should chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state. Otherwise, uh, we, we will be uh, caught up in this material uh, life and birth after birth, we will not make the solution of human life. And a human life is a very rare opportunity that is given to us to... Uh, practice Krishna consciousness. In other forms of life, it is not possible. It is, uh, 
it's a next to impossible being a dog that how we can you know chant the the soul in the dog body can listen to the the potency of the hare krishna mahamantra is so powerful that he, it will even give awakening to the birds beast everybody like chaitanya mahaprabhu who is swam krishna he when he was going from jharakhanda you know the, all the deers the tigers they were all kissing each other the tiger and deer they were all in harmony why because krishna is there you know what can be uh, bad in presence of krishna so krishna has come in the form of this holy name which is non different from krishna so um, prabhupad has given us this opportunity to um, you know get back into our constitutional position jivera swarupa hai krishna nitya das so instead of lording it over this material um, creation material energy we are just a small tiny insignificant being that we don't have the capacity to it will even if we go through all the transmigration from one life to another from animal life aquatic life we, we won't be able to um, be krishna krishna is all powerful he is sachitananda vigraha he is cause of all causes so when his devotees um he, he sends all his devotees in this material world to represent him so that you know the jivas that are in this material world uh, they are uh, so heavily conditioned in this uh, world that they cannot see beyond the body they have no introduction of the uh, soul so <clears throat> a pious man maharaj yudhishthir took into account all his unavoidable mistake and we see bhagavad gita also it says states that how <clears throat> a devotee of lord what are his characteristics like how his self control he is peaceful he is honest he is pe- uh, he is uh, pure um he he, he has wisdom he re- religiosity is there in him and um, uh, shri krishna das kaviraj author of chaitanya charitamrita says all good qualities become manifest in the body of a vaishnava and that only by the presence of these good qualities can one distinguish a vaishnava from non vaishnava um and he mentions this uh, 26 qualities of vaishnava pure devotee of lord he is very kind to everyone he does not make enemy he is truthful equal to everyone no one can find fault in him he is magnanimous is mild clean meek steady control uh, his senses not influenced by illusory energy is expert is silent is friendly merciful grave does not 
eat more than required. So this is is a nice description. Uh, we can refer from Chaitanya Charitamrita. And also, we see how um, Krishna conscious movement has been started to by Srila uh, Prabhupada, who has revived this Krishna conscious again in uh, human being that we come to the awakening state from our slumber sleep that we come and everybody join hands and um, you know sing Jai Sachinandan, Jai Sachinandan. So then we, the Krishna conscious movement has been started to deliver the envious persons of the world from clutches of Maya. Even though devotees are sometimes put into trouble, they push on Krishna consciousness movement in all tolerance. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu advises in his Shishtashtakam, Srinodapi Sunichena, Tarorapi Sahishnana, Amanina Manadena, Kirtaniya Sadahari. One can chant the holy name of Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking himself lower than the straw in the street. One should be more tolerant than the tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige and ready to offer all respects to others. In such a state of mind, one can chant the holy name of Lord constantly. We see in case of... uh, Prahlad Maharaj. He was born in a demoniac family. You know, his father was Hiranna Kashipu. And uh, Hiranna Kashipu was a very powerful demon, Ashuric mentality. And he had... uh, gained so much power from the austerities he did that he wanted that he should not be, uh, he should be Amar, you know. And uh, he tried to kill uh, Pralad Maharaj because Pralad Maharaj was chanting the name of Vishnu. And uh, here he is uh, sending his all his uh, security guard to keep a watch on Prahlad, what he is learning. Then he tried many kinds of um, way to kill Prahlad because Prahlad would never accept that his, his father or somebody else is Vishnu and they they are God. God is Krishna. That's it. He's all powerful. Full of all the opulences. And uh, when uh, Hiranakashipu is asking his uh, son Prahlad, where have you got all this uh, knowledge? Where did you... Uh, who gave you this knowledge? Then he said, and uh, all my knowledge, all my strength is coming f- 
from the one who has given you also the strength. So he gets very disturbed. Demons are very disturbed when uh, things don't go the way they want, you know. They don't, they are not eager to hear anything because they have got their own set of thinking. They want to just do everything for their own self and uh, they are under this illusory energy of the Lord. Uh, and they are very lusty and they don't want to surrender to the lotus feet of Lord because they claim that they are only God. They used to chant, Jaya Hiranna Kashipu, you know, he made them chant also in his kingdom. And uh, because they were all afraid that, you know, if they didn't chant his name, that they, he will, he's so powerful, he will be killed. But see how Krishna made arrangement that he gets a son who is, who is a devotee of Krishna, Vishnu, and he is going to show him that, you know, Vishnu is there if you are going to, you know, challenge that. And uh, from the pillar, you know, Hiranaka, uh, Narsingadev Bhagwan, he appeared and killed Hiranakashipu. So we see that uh, how uh, the devotees who are who have surrendered to Krishna, like Yudhishthira Maharaj and the Pandavas and the other devotees, pure devotee, they have nothing to do with this uh, material uh, world. What is happening? Because every they are under the protection of Krishna to begin with. Surrender means not artificially surrendering. Mind, words, body, they have surrendered everything. For them, whether it is a suffering or it is happiness or enjoyment, they are equipoised. They are not disturbed. When something is happening, it's not that, oh, I'm not going to chant my rounds because today I'm very disturbed in my mind. So, this practice of Krishna consciousness is uh, <clears throat> given to us by the Acharyas so that, you know, we get out of this material existence. This is my kingdom, this is, these are, you know, this, every, when you surrender to Krishna, he knows what's going around you. That doesn't mean we, we just behave in a foolish way in this world. You know, time, place, circumstance, you know, devotees are very intelligent. They know how to conduct themselves. You know, and uh, these are some of the, it's like, uh, you know, uh, Mayapur, uh, we ha we know the, when Prabhupada came into this world, how uh, he wanted to make the, make Mayapur headquarter of ISKCON, world headquarter. So there were so many decoits coming and stealing, but it, it was not that they just did not do anything, devotees. They, you have to take precaution, of course. You have to take precaution. So we have to, when we are serving Krishna, he gives the intelligence. Satatam kirtanayante mam bhajata priti purvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yonamam upayantita. And uh, 
Krishna's devotees, they are always chanting the holy name. Krishna gives them the intelligence how to perform themselves. And they don't have to worry. They don't have to uh, depend on any external um, external protection other than Krishna. Because Krishna, like, he, he sends somebody to protect you. If Krishna is physically not present, he will take care whichever way he wants. But that doesn't mean, pure purity doesn't mean a pure devotee is not looking for all that things. It is just for the people who are conditioned in this material world, who have no knowledge, the liberated souls are coming and going in this material world to give us that understanding that don't make yourself comfortable and have all this just attraction for your family, society, country. These are not going to help you get out of your, uh, you know, attachments. They are going to keep you in this world. In this three planetary system, you will be going and coming. So at least we have to come to the platform of goodness so that, so how do we come? Automatically, we come when we come in the <coughs> association of devotees of the Lord. The pure devotees are so powerful. We have seen in the previous shloka, the, you know, sadhu sangha, sadhu sangha, sarva sastra kai, labhamatra sadhu sangha, sarva siddhi hai. Just by a fraction of a second, you know, so association of a pure devotee of Lord, you know, you can uh, achieve uh, your perfection of human life. Human perfection of life doesn't mean you just get out of this material suffering. Material suffering, birth, death, old age, disease is one of it. But you have to attend to the pure, <coughs> surrender to the lotus feet of Lord, serve Him. Serve Him. Otherwise the false ego will come in, in us. Unless we solve the pure devotees of the Lord and <coughs> Krishna, uh, there, there is no way of any other. The chanting is making us every day think that what have I done today? Let me <coughs> take account of what did I do the whole day. So a stage comes when they are chanting automatically. That time they don't have to assess themselves, oh, am I, uh, did I do my homework of serving the devotees uh, or doing my sadhana chart? It's automatically happening. The practice is needed. So it might take one life, two life, it doesn't matter. But one, one, once we take the shelter of the spiritual master, <clears throat> serve him, serve his instructions, very sincerely, he will take care of what is required for us. We should not 
um, we have to be just sincere in whatever we are doing and uh, that that's all it requires so it's uh, uh, i would like to end here uh, and uh, if there is any uh, comment addition questions <laughs> welcome thank you all for hearing me patiently <laughs> hey krishna thank you thank you so much for the class uh, i don't know if this is a comment or a question but i i just I was thinking about the austerity that Hiranya Kashipu was performing. And then I started to think, and I was thinking about you said um, that this child, Pralad Maharaj, was asking his father, Hiranya Kashipu, where did you get your strength from? No, no, sorry, the other way around. Um, and he says, same place that you get yours from. Um, and then he got angry. And so I was like, okay, that makes sense because he's a demon. But then at the same time, he performed austerities. But then I said to myself, well, who who is he performing the austerities for? That that means that he, in order to perform austerities, he had to at least know and believe in the Lord, right? Because mm. he was uh, performing austerities for the Lord. So I, I'm I'm having trouble understanding how he's a demon, but at the same time, uh, performing austerities. Austerity here is, uh, maybe, I don't know, is it the exact word, or um, he performed all this um, austerity of standing on one uh, leg and performing for many thousands of years to get power, you know, and, and we have to know that uh, uh, these uh, demons are also not ordinary demons. They were <coughs> Jai Vijay, who took three life in the material world, who came from Vaikuntha. So the first life was the um, Hiranaksha and Hiranakashipu. And Hiranakashipu, he, he wanted to gain power. And these are all... Um, arranged by Vishnu because uh, when Jai Vijay were cursed by the uh, four Kumaras uh, when they reached the gate of Vaikuntha they, he, did, they didn't, he didn't allow them to go in. You know that. You know that story? Yeah. So Jai Vijay stopped them from going inside. And uh, the they cursed the Kumaras, or Kumaras cursed Jai Vijay to, uh, you know, that for their, his uh, action that he will, they will, he will have to go back to this material world. And, you know, because it is considered as, uh, a devotee does not behave in that way. But these leelas are uh, performed between the devotees and Krishna to give us a lesson. So he was uh, he, he was awarded these three lives. He did not uh, ask for these seven lives. 
in this material world as a uh, pious person. Uh, he they opted Jai Vijay opted for three lives demand demand life so that they will uh, be going to back to uh, Godhead very soon. That was the plan. So Jai Vijay uh, came and then he, they came as Ravana and Kumbhakarna and then Shishupal and Antavartra. These were the three lives I get, as far as I can remember. So in those days, Hiranakashipu's time, so this kind of austerities they could do and gain power. That's what I can understand. And uh, But like here we see, here also it is mentioned that Arjuna did not want to fight. Okay? No devotees, the pure devotee of Lord, they will not want to fight with somebody. But when Krishna will stand in front of somebody or... Yeah, spiritual master, bona fide spiritual master is telling, you do this, they will have to do it. You know? So, Krishna, when Krishna is telling somebody, someone that you do it, that means he can only dictate to his pure devotee who is surrendered to begin with. So, Pandavas, they, they were already pure devotee. They did not want to fight because you know, uh, that is the nature of devotees, you know. They don't want to fight even though so many troubles because they are very peaceful. They don't want any disturbance, you know. But Krishna is asking Arjun to fight for him. If you read Bhagavad Gita, the fight was arranged by Krishna. Uh, the war was arranged as per Krishna's will. Krishna is telling in the end, Sarva Dharman Parityaja Mamekam Sharanam Raja. I have given you all these processes, <clears throat> Ashtanga Yoga, you know, Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga, Dhyana Yoga, now Bhakti Yoga, just surrender to me. Surrender to me, that's all. All these processes are there, but these processes in Kali Yuga, you know, like Dhritarashtra was not given the process of chanting the holy name. It was already too late for him to do that. You know, to acquire the bhakti of uh, Lord, you know, to love God. First, first is clear him out with his material attachments, isn't it? So that's why he had to go and at riverside and uh, he had to do the process that was instructed by Vidura to get out of these attachments first. And then there are stages, you know. But because of Vidura, Dhritarashtra achieved that goal. You can see how by the association of devotee, pure devotee, you know, you can have your... <laughs> all the clearance of your uh, misdeeds. Because Dhritarashtra had no choice. Finally, he, you know, he surrendered to what Vidura is telling. 
when Vidura started telling him, why are you living as a dog in Pandava's uh, courtyard, you know, in their palace? Don't you understand that you are eating the remnants of the people of Bhima and the people who you all plan to kill? Just see your position. So he just, finally, it is really Dhritarashtra, we can understand because he, Vidur told, you have lost your sons, your grandsons, your own sons have gone. Now what do you want? Everything is over now. You know, your self-realization, now you have to do your self-realization. Otherwise, you know, and Vidur was so merciful. So we see Prabhupada, <clears throat> if you read Prabhupada's Lilamrita, how oh, Prabhupada took so much trouble. Do you think we had, whether you call it Western world, Eastern world, Prabhupada, this Paschata Desh, where even people coming from India, now they are more westernized than even the westerners. So, how much he had to shed so much energy to bring these fallen souls. You know, these books, he took so much trouble to, gone through so much trouble. But Prabhupada always said, I did not write these books. Krishna dictated everything to me. So, that is the mood of a pure devotee. He is doing everything representing Krishna, but he doesn't have that false ego, uh, that ahankar in him, that I am doing it. Sometimes uh, in order to chastise his uh, disciple, he might say something, but if the devotee uh, understands what their, their guru is trying to tell them, it's very easy to understand. Sometimes we get a, you know, chastisement from the spiritual master. It doesn't mean that, you know, spiritual master is trying to show his position. No. He wants us to rectify. He wants us to rectify. So that is the mercy of uh, a bona fide spiritual master who is in this discipline and uh, lineage and Prabhupada is very, very, uh, very, very dear to everyone. And I guess that, like we have in the, our previous shloka, that Yudhishthir uh, did not have any enemy. Ajata Shatru. There was no enemy born. Outwardly, it might seem that uh, everybody is uh, harming him, you know. Uh, the Pandavas or the or Yudhishthir was, uh, you know, very morose because of, uh, uh, you know, all these calamities or uh, that even Dhritarashtra is going through, uh, not his calamities, but Dhritarashtra uh, is going through hell right now for him as far as uh, Yudhishthir is concerned, that a, what kind of state of mind he is in. 
is feeling so much compassion for his uncle. Because uh, the Vaishnavas are always paradukhi-dukhi. So they are never happy when somebody is in trouble. They can be in trouble, but uh, they, they will not see that somebody else is in trouble. Always trying to help. Always trying to help the people in this world. What to talk of um, just human being. They don't want to even harm the, any species of life. We see like how Maharaj Parikshit, he, he also was, uh, he was taking care of all the citizens, including all the animals in the, <clears throat> the cow, the bird, everything. Nobody should unnecessarily kill anyone. It was not permitted in those days. So, any other uh, comment or Prabhuji? You have anything to add on? Hare Krishna. You microphone. This uh, whole concept of uh, Vaishnavas being paradukhodukhi is very important for us. Because, um, uh, we are parasukhodukhi also. When there is happiness in others, we we have to share the happiness with them. And, but normally what happens is when we see somebody is happy, we feel envious and we uh, we feel that why don't we get that happiness also. So that paradukhu dukhi attitude is very important in our life right now. And we see that from Yudhishri Maharaj, Parikshit Maharaj and the other Pandavas. So... <clears throat> Uh, you also mentioned about that um, uh, Krishna uh, told Arjuna that I have already taken care, I have already killed all the soldiers over here in the um, in Kurukhetra in the uh, battlefield. Um, so at the end of the war, they were. Uh, <clears throat> Bhim said that I have killed all the brothers of, uh, of Dhritarashtra's sons. I have killed all of them. Then, uh, so I am very important. Then, uh, Arjuna said, no, I have killed Dronacharya. I have killed, <clears throat> not Dronacharya, sorry, Karna and, uh, Bhishmadev and Jayadratha. So my role was very important. Then Yudhishri Maharaj said that uh, I have uh, followed the religiosity and uh, I have um, I have always uh, worked around dharma. 
So I am very important. Then Krishna said, okay, uh, let us go to Badahari, Badahari. And uh, when they went to Badahari, who was Ghatotkasya's son, uh, he um, he was a big warrior, but um, and Shiva had given him three arrows. Uh, one arrow was to not destroy the ones that you don't want to. The next arrow is uh, was given to him to uh, destroy the enemy, the ones that you want to kill them. And the third arrow was to go and uh, uh, and uh, be partial, like, you know, they either kill or not kill. So, Krishna got very worried before the war that if this uh, if this person has the three arrows, then the war will be over very soon. So, he said that I want something from you. Krishna said, and he said, what do you want? He said, I want your head. And um, after, uh, then he said, Badahari said that if I give you my head, then I will not be able to witness the war. So Krishna said, I, okay, I'll make arrangement so that you can witness the war. So after he gave the head to Krishna, Krishna took the head and put it on top of a, a sort of a mountain and from where he could witness the entire warfare. So he says at the end, Barahari says that at the end that all I could see, see is the Sudarshan Chakra chopping off all the heads. So from that story we understand that Krishna had already taken care of everybody during the war time. So no one is any higher than Krishna's strength. All, they can all talk about it, but we have to ultimately understand that Krishna was the most superior person uh, amongst all of them. So that is one story I wanted to share with you all. Thank you. Thank you. Haribo.